Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Real Metaphysical Talk here on Blog Talk Radio. I am your host, Joan, and it is back on Thursdays. Thursday, July 23rd, 2015. We're here at 6 p.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time, whatever it is. The sun's out. It's during the week. We're finding time to get things done and I felt it was important to come back to this time and actually things were lining up that we could bring this time back together. I have, as I'm getting sounds everywhere, I've got listeners messaging me, asking for certain things. They're looking for places to go, things to talk about. And I found something that I wanted to share with you. So I have a friend calling in from the West Coast to talk about pet communication. That's why you're listening today. Yes. All right. So first off, I just wanted to go over one small thing. As I've talked about manifesting and and mentioned how we can create our environment, how we can focus on the things that we would like to have happening. With today, there's been planetary changes. I've been listening to all kinds of different videos, of course, and 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 classes and things of that nature and of course this morning here's what we have I win an internet contest to see a concert tomorrow night out of nowhere not that I was trying but I figured I'd go through the process let's see what happens boom done I wanted to see them months ago when I found out they were going to come to our city I thought oh that would be great I'd like to see them well here was my opportunity took advantage of it made it happen going to the concert. Voila. All about creating your own environment, creating your thoughts, starting with that thought, manifesting it forward. Now, we have, (laughs) I don't know how I segue over to our pets because, you know, we do want to take care of our pets. We want to manifest a good life for them, whether they're here or even on the other side. They're taking care of us as well. So how do we communicate with them? Yes, my, my cats, Meow at me because they're hungry or maybe they're saying hello. Maybe they're telling me that the food bowl is empty or the litter needs changed or they want to go outside and run around with their friends. Well, that's where I bring in Shauna Fisher, Animal Intuitive. She is here to talk about animal communication. Hello, Shauna. Joan. and uh, Hello. <laughs> Thanks for calling in. Such short notice. I appreciate it. Oh, I appreciate the call. It, it, you know, it's perfect timing for me as well. So, you know, talk about things aligning how they're supposed to, right? You got to love that. Absolutely. You know, I, I saw that you had posted up about a class you're ready to have, and I thought, yeah, you know what? I, you know, we all can talk to our animals. We all sense, you know, what they're trying to communicate, or at least we think so. But sometimes it's good to call in a professional. Right, exactly, right, because it's like, is that what they're really saying, you know, and, and a lot of times, you know, clients I work with, you know, it's new information that I give them and maybe like, oh, wait, I didn't look at it, that perspective, and then a lot of times it could be kind of verify, verifying what they already know, but, you know, it's good to have that other ear, so to speak, to say, oh, okay, cool, I'm on the right path with what's going on, right? Right, exactly. So, Shada, tell everyone how you got started. 
Oh, my goodness. So I got started. It's interesting because I have a friend that she's um, an amazing um, intuitive, and I happened to be at uh, one of her evening talks, and you know, we were outside um, chatting it up after, um, after her event, and she uh, ended up telling me about a cat that her and her husband just found at Dairy Queen, and what, and then I didn't even know what I was doing, but I started to describe the cat and was like, oh, is her personality like this? And she's kind of smaller and all this other stuff. And it was just like second nature to me, although I didn't realize that it was second nature. And she kind of like looked at me with her mouth open and was like, uh, have you ever thought about doing animal communication? And, you know, here I'm a pretty open-minded person. And I was like, really? I'm like, okay, I'm pretty open-minded. But I was like, really? I don't know about that. So I, I, I you know, my natural curiosity, I went and studied up as much as I can with some great teachers and read some books and found out, oh, my gosh, this is really amazing. And I kind of was already doing it and just didn't realize it. It's pretty cool. Nice. Very nice. Yes. How exciting. So not only are you an animal intuitive, but you and I have taken classes together. We have, yes. My my favorite teacher ever. Dougal Fraser is, oh, my gosh, I know you love him, too. He is Gosh, yes. one of the most amazing teachers. And I actually have gone, um, gosh, through his meditation with all the different colors of the ores that he works with. And I have actually, um, gosh, done his class where you could see the human ore and, you know, his empath class. And I actually have done some uh, group coaching with him. And, oh, my gosh, he is just the biggest supporter and the most amazing, um, amazing person. And he was actually my first radio interview because I – you know, had been a big fan of his, and I happened to call into his show when I was first kind of launching my business, and he, out of the blue, said, hey, how would you like to come on and, and talk about what you do? And I was like, oh, my gosh. I was like, really? I was just so excited. And so um, you know, that's kind of how I got my first radio interview. I mean, you know, gosh, like that's and that's, to me, that's just so awesome. I mean, Dougal Frazier, come on. He's amazing. <laughs> so. Yes, but also recognizes talent, too. And we all can see, you can see as well, um, that spark in other people. And all we want to do is just promote it and encourage it and help to get it to grow. Exactly, yeah. And it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's amazing. That's what it's all about, right? Got to help each other and lift each other up, right? That's what's... uh, that's what makes the world a better place, right? The animals help us to try to, you know, discover that a little bit more. Like, come on, let's be happy. Let's be in the moment, right? Let's not worry about this and that. Let's go go for a walk or catch the ball or just enjoy being outside, right? Let's just do that, right? Exactly. Now, animals, some people will think, well, animals are always happy. They're always there. You know, they seem to be smiling all the time. But they have emotions just like we do. Oh, absolutely. They have emotions. I mean, they experience grief if maybe their person passed away or if an animal friend passed away. They experience anxiety. They experience fears. I mean, you know, but the thing with animals that I find is they're more, um, you know, us people sometimes, you know, we're not always like willing to look at things and animals are kind of always willing to, you know, look at things more and, and, and try to, you know, and try to you know, work on things a little bit more because they're more in the moment of life, I guess I'd say. So, yeah. Right. Very mm-hmm. good. Um, what are some of the telltale signs? Obviously, you know, a, a dog can start to gnaw on their paws or scratch at their ears or uh, or tear out some of their fur, so to speak. 
Um, would that be anxiety? What are some of these things that they can we that they experience that we can maybe help them with? And I know that almost sounds like let's ask the vet type question, but from an intuitive standpoint. Oh yeah, from an intuitive standpoint, absolutely. And a lot of times it can be, you know, we can look and see what's going on with us in our life because a lot of times they mirror what's going on with us. And definitely, you know, the paw licking is a big thing of, you know, anxiety with dogs or maybe, you know, heavy panting, you know, a lot of the time. And it's always good for people to kind of look and see like, oh, wait, okay, am I having a lot of anxiety too? Is my animal picking up on that? Because they absolutely uh, do pick up on that. So it's, you know, it's really amazing. They pick up on so much more than, you know, more than we realize. It's pretty, it's pretty amazing. Right. And I, and I like how you just said that. They do pick up on more than we realize. And now, um, with your teleclass that you have coming up, will you also be discussing contacting or communicating with your pets that have passed? Well, I'm going to work on that a, a little bit in this class. This class is, and it's it's interesting that you mentioned that because this class is more toward you know animals that are in the present. But definitely, if somebody you know has an animal that has passed on we can definitely you know tune into that in this class in this class because a lot of times you know they have messages of like oh hey this is what I was helping you with this with in this lifetime so absolutely if you know and a person that wants to take this class can have an animal that's living or passed on and my next teleclass that I just uh I just kind of started working on it this week is going to be um more kind of like what I call rainbow bridge related and it's going to be talking about you know when you know it's time and you know just different um different things like that and and things to help people that like if they experience a, a loss and they're having doubts and it's going to be kind of um, revolved around that. So that's going to be, you know, I feel like really helpful and healing for people. So That sounds great because I know many, if not all of us who have had pets or have pets, that's one of the fears, even though we don't like to think about it, it's one of those fears that kind of sits in the back of our mind. Okay, you know, I'll, I'll deal with it when it comes. And you you feel awful, you know your pet is just suffering, and you're trying to do everything you can, but yet you don't want to let go. So yes, that that's a perfect class to have. I'm so glad that you have mentioned that. Oh, me too. I'm excited. Well, actually, when I came out with this one, I had somebody on my Facebook page uh, mention, hey, you know, do you have anything like this? And I said, hey, you know what, that's kind of my next one I'm working on, so it kind of inspired me to you know, to put it together because that's, I deal with a lot of clients that I work with um, come to me maybe if an animal is kind of getting ready to make their transition and they want um, to know the animal's perspective and anything the animal wants at at the transition or anything the animal wants to let them know. And a lot of times I work with clients where their animals already passed on to, you know, to help with that healing. And that's so important. I'm so grateful to be able to offer that healing, not only for the people, but for the animals, because it's so truly important. Great. Now, this class that you're offering, how can people find you to schedule for this class? Oh, absolutely. So they can go to my website, which is www.naturekeeper.info. So it's naturekeeper.info. 
And if you go to events on my um, face on my website, it'll talk about uh, you know what the class is about. And then if you go under services, you'll be able to register. So it's gonna it's actually gonna start this Monday night, and it's gonna go for four weeks. And it's going to be at 6 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. And what people will do for the class is they'll call in. I'll give them a PIN and an access code. And I'm going to have um, $75 for the four weeks. Um, I'm going to cover the basics of animal communication, tuning into the energy field around your animal. I'm going to do like a meditation, you know, learning how to pick up medical issues and just all kinds of um, communication things. I'm going to have a Facebook group and, and homework. It's going to be really um and question and answer time during each class. It's going to be really interactive and really fun where people get in there and they get an experience that, hey, I can do this too. And it's going to be, it's going to be really fun. I'm really excited about it. So, yeah. Yes. Fantastic. And what, what's great about this, listeners, is that join in on the fun, learn something, and meet new people. Because I'll tell you what, this is how Shauna and I met in a Facebook group. And then it's just blossomed from there. Right, yeah, and it's it's so yeah, and it's so awesome. It's such a blessing to have like-minded people, and it, it's so cool that you know you get to stay connected with all that. And then also too, I have a Facebook page which is under Nature Apostrophe S Keeper. So nature is and then with apostrophe S uh, Keeper on Facebook, and I have you know a. Um, you should you can see on there where I posted about the class and I've created an event for it. And if anybody has um, that's listening has any questions about the class, they can definitely um, email me at shauna at natureskeeper.info and then uh, shauna is S H A W N A can be happy to answer any questions. And it's, I'm just looking forward to it because it's, for me it's breaking out of my comfort zone too because I have taught classes in person and it's always been on my list to do a teleclass and I figured. You know what? I need to do this. It's it's going to be the perfect time, and I know that you know working with them, um, Google in the past has really helped inspire me to you know expand even more. And it's awesome to have those those mentors in our life, right? So yeah, absolutely. And and having the opportunity to get out of your comfort zone provides you with more learning and more growth. Absolutely, so that's fantastic. Yeah, it does. And for people, you know, that might say, oh, gosh, I don't know if I can communicate with animals. Oh, my gosh, absolutely. You know, you, you can. And I'm going to show people how and, and show people how wonderful it is. And I have different, you know, techniques to work with for different people because some people, you know, we all connect and pick up on the information in, in different ways. And for me, you know, it was hard for me when I first got started on this journey. I mean, you know, sometimes the animal will send me a picture, I'll get a sensation or a, a smell or, or something like that. But a lot of times um, the information just comes in my head and I'm thinking, wait a minute, where is this coming from? And so it took me a while when I first got into this to realize, oh, okay, like this is how I'm more clear um clear cognizant you know there's a different ways people pick mm -hmm. up the information so it's really it's really interesting it's really cool and so we're not limited to just dogs cats fish and birds Oh, yeah, no, wildlife, uh, I mean wildlife communicates with us all the time too, oh my goodness i uh gosh, I was driving this was probably um a few months ago, and it's um there was a bird that I saw that just, you know, you know, missed getting hit. And I was like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. I was like, ah, 
you know, but thankfully, you know, I I turned back around, you know, the bird was okay, didn't get hit, you know, it, it flew off, but I, I kind of, I said, I said, hey, what's the message in this? I said, what, you know, what, what is it you're trying to tell me in this? And the message I got was just because you almost get clipped doesn't mean that you still can't fly. And I said, wow, like that is so perfect. So, I mean, you know, definitely, um, you know, the animals and birds and even insects communicate information to us as well. It's really, it's really pretty phenomenal. Yes, yes. Now, on that note, with the news lately of people visiting Yellowstone, I want to bring this up to you and let's just, let's discuss this. What are these, are these animals feeling like their space is being invaded? I mean, we just had the woman that was, and I just read the story just right before the show. A woman was trying to take a selfie with her daughter, and apparently the bison was six yards behind her, decided to come up. <laughs> she, they, heard, they heard the footsteps, the hoofsteps, and took off running, but the mother actually was flipped up into the air and thrown to the ground. Wow. And, you know, um, you know, right when I think of that, you know, it's, it's about us, uh, you know, coming into their space and it's about us respecting their boundaries. You know, that's, that's a really important thing. And I feel like that's a really important point you just thought, brought up because it's about us respecting their boundaries too, you know, and they, they want us to, uh, they want us to take that seriously, you know, about like, hey, you know, kind of like, don't you think you should, you know, it's about getting permission, you know, like on a, on a energetic level to, you know, to take that picture and, and respecting their boundaries. You, do you remember, gosh, what was it? I don't know if it was a year ago where the guy got attacked by the squirrel for taking the selfie with the squirrel. You remember that? Did you ever hear about that? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's you know it's it's really to me it's like the, it's the same it's the same principle. They're like you know hey you know like what it's the vibrations that you know that we send out to them. You know you have to really you know ad- admit a lot of love and everything because they pick up on those vibrations that we send out. And you know if we're not respecting their space or our boundaries, you know they you know they will let us know. So two sure. cents on that one. <laughs> Okay, great. So similar to obviously the, the um, well, maybe I should ask this question. Animals in a zoo. You know, we have them on display. I'm not saying that we're um, putting them out there and, you know, exploiting the animals but cause, because the zoos are doing good work taking care of them and taking care of the different species that are, you know, almost extinct or at least on the endangered list. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Or what are the animals... I- trying to communicate in that instance. Yeah, I feel like, you know, I think I feel differently than a lot of animal communicators do about the zoos because my take on the zoo is I feel like the animals there, their mission is to help educate us. And I feel like that they take that very seriously. And that's, you know, that's their mission is to help us educate on, you know, treating the animals and the earth with, with respect, you know, and, and not, uh, and not littering and, you know, taking care of, um, you know, endangered species, you know, that it's, you know, it's the lesson of, you know, uh, teaching us, right. It's a, it's a lesson of, uh, knowledge and and that that's I feel like that's really important and I feel like that's what that's what they do because it's you know gotta gotta look out for the animals right because they you know the earth it's like we're all we're all connected right you know the life the life surrounds mm-hmm. life to survive right so 
Right, exactly. And it's interesting. I got a sense as you were talking about how the animals are here to teach us, especially in zoo settings, but also in nature in our backyard. With the animals here being uh, being here to teach us, the image I got, and this is kind of off tangent, but it's related. You'll see. Um, we're aliens, other beings. Oh, that wow! This in the same instance, we're getting our education from the different planes, the different levels. So I think with learning through the animals, we're going to start learning about other beings, other sentient beings, if we can get it right with the animals. Oh, my gosh, absolutely. And you know what? Like, right as you were saying that, I literally got got chills and goosebumps, like, down my neck and, like, through my body, even on my arms. Like, it's just, like, and that to me just says, wow, that is, like, oh, I, I really believe that, what you just said. That's so profound. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Right. Because I think we're, you know, it's we're at a time right now, and I think over the next few months, that there's a level of change that is happening. You know, we've already been through the last, um, I want to say, year, year and a half, where people have been expanding. They've been increasing their levels. Their energy has been growing. You know, many of us, and I don't know if you've had this issue lately, sleepless nights, waking up 2, 3 in the morning, you know, only getting two to three hours of sleep, waking up, going back to sleep, doing another two, three hours. It's almost as if we're trying to get our night work done, but there's some unrest. Something's happening. There's a change happening, like as if we're ready to level up, so to speak. Oh, my goodness. I can so relate to that because I have that happen, like two or three in the morning, you know. Gosh, what was it the other morning? I woke up at like four o'clock in the morning, like dead awake. And I, you know, created like this, you know, Facebook post for my business. And I'm like, what the heck am I doing? You know, I created it and had my fun. And mm -hmm. then, you know, I went, and then I went back to bed till like eight or something. But what I really, um, you know, people are more interested in this because I, I think it's great you bring this up. But if you look up the shift online and symptoms of the shift, I don't know if you, you know if your listeners ever heard of that. I would imagine that you and they have. It's a, it that's one of the symptoms. Is is that right there? Like kind of a, being up in the middle of the night. It's it's really fascinating. There's quite a bit of different other ones too. It's really interesting. Right, and I know um, not only is that happening, but just I'm finding myself not being so reactive to situations and things that are happening around me or with other people. It's almost like watching a television or watching as a third party and just letting things go by. Yes, we're partaking in our own lives, but being intuitive and, and whether you know it or feel it or not, you, you know, some of us can be more of an active intuitive than others. Mm -hmm. So if you're experiencing things like this, definitely we're, we're in the midst of this shift. I know um, it's a matter of just finding peace. Like I said, you've got this telecourse. We're starting to come out and help each other. This telecourse, the animals are here to help us. And do the animals now, do they go through level changes? What happens? You know, I don't know if you want to reveal too much with your telecourse coming up, but do they go through level changes too, just as we do? I believe that they do, but you know what's interesting is I believe they like – you know, they, they experience it, like, in a different way than we do. I feel like they in, 
embrace it a little bit more than we do, if that makes sense, you know. I can give you an example. There's been times where I've done energy work on animals because I do that as well. And, you know, when you're done with, you know, when an animal is, like, received all the energy they need, they're, like, they let you know. And they say, okay, like, you know, I'm good now. But, you know, us people, you know, gosh, me, I know if I get, you know, a Reiki session or a massage, I'm, give me more. Give me more, give me more, you know, it's always to that point where the animals are like, okay, cool, like, I got all that I needed, you know, I'm good, you know, they're definitely good teachers of, uh, you know, letting us uh, be more in tune to that, that's for sure. Great. So, um, definitely, they're closer. I would, I feel as if they're, I mean, we're all connected to source, spirit, God, whatever we want to call it. I feel they're almost like a little bit closer because they seem like children, much more innocent, mm-hmm. much more open, less ego. Absolutely, less ego, you know, because ego, gosh, what is it? There's so many good, um, you know, acronyms for ego. You know, people say, you know, edging God out, and there's, you know, other ones, and it really is because it's edging, you know, the universe and the creator out, you know, when you are, um, you know, living in your ego, you know, and it's not letting love into your life, it's letting fear into your life, you know, so the more we let go of our ego, the more wonderful uh, fruitations of, of, like, wonderfulness that we're expecting in our life and we want in our life, we can bring through with that, I think. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Now, not only are you having this class, do you also offer, and I think you mentioned that on the website, naturesceeper.info, you offer sessions, private sessions? Absolutely, yes, I do. I do private sessions, and so yeah, I do private sessions with with clients. You know, with, with you know medical issues they're dealing with, uh, behavior, end of life, or you know any kind of you know concern. I do um, do private uh, do private sessions, and then I do a, a week. I just started. Gosh, when was it in in February? I'm doing a, a online uh, radio show on Tuesday nights. Too, which is really fun. I'm really um, loving that. So that's really cool. So yeah, great. And and all the information there is on natureskeeper info. Yep, all my information is on natureskeeper info. And if anybody you now has any questions, they can always uh, you know, shoot me an email. And um, you know, I'm really looking forward to this class. And I know we have some. Great. I have some great people that have uh, already signed up, but I definitely have some uh, have some more spots open. And figure, you know, the more people we can, you know, um, have in the class, the more the more fun and the more fun it'll be, right? To expand more people's awareness and and really help with the connection of your animal too. Because what I noticed is when I first started taking animal communications classes, I noticed a shift with my relationship with my animals. We were already really close, but it was like more things opened up. They were like, yes, finally you're opening up more. You get it. Yay, yay. It was like they were, you know, doing, bouncing off the walls and doing jumping jacks. They were so excited about it. So that's a, so that's another thing that um, people could benefit from the class, which is really cool. Right. And the greatest thing is this is a telecourse. So you can be anywhere and take this course. Just like your readings, you don't have to meet with the person in person or the animal, but you can do it over the phone. Absolutely. Yeah, I have a lot of clients that I deal with over the phone and that works just as well as in as in person, which is which is really which is really awesome, which I'm so grateful because I have clients on the west coast that I work with, on the east coast, and it's you know, it's 
it's everywhere. So it's really, really fabulous to be able to have the the technology we do today to be able to do these things that maybe we weren't able to do in the past. So fantastic. Shauna, thank you so much for joining me today. You're so welcome. Thank you for having me come on again. It was so much fun, and I feel so blessed for the connection that we made in, in Dougal's class. So hooray for that. Yes, and I'm so glad I could help share your information on pet communication. So I will be talking to you soon. I really appreciate it. All right. Thank you so much. Blessings to you and your listeners. Thank, thank you. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Take care. And that, friends, is Shauna Fisher from naturekeeper.info. If you're looking for information on her telecourse that starts this Monday at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, again, naturekeeper.info. You can also find her on Facebook. Listeners, thank you for joining me today. I'm so glad to bring you more information. Stretch your powers, stretch your intuitive abilities. Um, be thankful, continue with the gratitude, and know that we will be back next week here on Real Metaphysical Talk. Again, my name is Joan, and I will talk to you soon. Take care.